Hello, this is R.J. Deacon, reading the Supreme Court of the United States opinion syllabus in Chavez-Menza v. United States. Certiori to the United States Court of Appeals for the Tenth Circuit. Argued April 23, 2018. Decided June 18, 2018. The federal sentencing guidelines require a sentencing judge to first identify the recommended guideline sentencing range based on certain offender and offense characteristics. The judge might choose a penalty within that guidelines range, or the judge may depart or vary from the guidelines and select a sentence outside the range. See United States v. Booker. Either way, the judge must take into account certain statutory sentencing factors. C-18 U.S.C. 3553-A, and must state in open court the reasons for imposing the particular sentence, 3553-C. But, when it comes to how detailed that statement of reasons must be, the law leaves much to the judge's own professional judgment, Rita v. United States. The explanation need not be lengthy, especially where the matter is conceptually simple and the record makes clear that the sentencing judge considered the evidence and the arguments. Here, petitioner pled guilty to possessing methamphetamine with intent to distribute. The judge reviewed the guidelines de determined the range to be 135 to 168 months and imposed a sentence at the bottom of the range. The sentencing commission later lowered the relevant range to 108 to 135 months and petitioner sought a sentence reduction under 3582C2. The petitioner asked the judge to reduce his sentence to the bottom of the new range, but the judge reduced the petitioner's sentence to 114 months instead. The order was entered on a form certifying that the judge had considered the petitioner's motion and had taken into account the 3553A factors and relevant guidelines policy statement. On appeal, Petitioner argued that the sentencing judge did not adequately explain why he rejected Petitioner's request for a 108-month sentence. The Court of Appeals affirmed. The Supreme Court held, Because the record as a whole demonstrates the judge had a reasoned basis for his decision, the judge's explanation for Petitioner's sentence reduction was adequate. The government argues Petitioner was not entitled to an explanation at all because the statute governing sentence modification motions does not expressly require a sentencing judge to state his reasons for imposing a particular sentence. See 3582C2. It is unnecessary to go as far as the government urges, however, because even assuming the district court had a duty to explain its reasons when modifying the Petitioner's sentence, what the court did here was sufficient. Petitioner contends that a district court must explain its reasoning in greater detail when the court imposes a disproportionate sentence reduction. That is, when the court reduces the prisoner's sentence to a different point in the amended guideline range than the court previously selected in the original guidelines range. That argument is unconvincing. As a technical matter, Determining proportionality may prove difficult when the sentence is somewhere in the middle of the range. More importantly, 
The choice among points on the guidelines range often reflects the belief that the chosen sentence is the right sentence, based on various factors, including those found in 3553A. If the applicable guidelines range is later reduced, it is unsurprising that the sentencing judge may choose a non-proportional point in the new range. Even assuming that a judge reducing a prisoner's sentence must satisfy the same explanation requirement as applies at an original sentencing, the district court explanation was adequate. At the original sentencing, petitioner asked for a downward variance from the guidelines range, which the judge denied. The judge observed that the petitioner's sentence was high because of the destructiveness of methamphetamine and the quantity involved. The record from the original sentencing was before the judge, the same judge who imposed the original sentence when he considered petitioner's sentence modification motion. By entering the form order, the judge certified he had considered petitioner's motion and had taken into account the 3553A factors and the relevant guidelines policy statement. Because the record as a whole suggests the judge originally believed that 135 months was appropriately high sentence in light of petitioner's offensive conduct, it is unsurprising that he considered a sentence somewhat higher than the bottom of the reduced range to be appropriate as well. That is not to say that a disproportionate sentence reduction never may require a more detailed explanation, but given the simplicity of this case, the judge's awareness of the arguments, his consideration of the relevant sentencing factors, and the intuitive reason why he picked a sentence above the very bottom of the new range, his explanation fell within the scope of lawful professional judgment that the law confers upon a sentencing judge. The decision is affirmed. Justice Breyer delivered the, the opinion of the court, in which Chief Justice Roberts and Justices Thomas, Ginsburg, and Alito joined. Justice Kennedy filed a dissenting opinion, in which Justices Sotomayor and Kagan joined. Justice Gorsuch took no part in the consideration or decision of the case. I think it said 10th Amendment, or 10th, uh, yeah, 10th Circuit Court of Appeals. Thank you for listening.